This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. It's been nine months, and faculty at the University of Illinois Chicago still don't have a contract. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and from WBEZ Chicago, this is Reset. UIC faculty went on strike Tuesday after a 12-hour marathon negotiation Monday without an agreement on a contract. WBEZ higher education reporter Lisa Phillip is covering the story. We'll also hear from a faculty union member. Lisa, give us a sense of the scene of what the strike looks like and what's planned. Yeah, it's really ramping up right now. There are, I would say, at least 100 faculty members. I'm not great with crowd numbers, but I think that's what I'm looking at right now, um, rallying together on the quad. And uh, I believe that uh, the president of the American Association of University Professors is gearing up to address the crowd right now. So it's a pretty good showing so far. Yeah. Well, have you taken the time to to speak to any of the folks at the rally so far? Yes, absolutely. I've heard from faculty and a few students as well. Um, Faculty, you know, I'm hearing the sentiment that we would rather be teaching right now, but we're out here because this is something that matters to us. We want uh, uh, minimum salaries that reflect, like, what their work is right now, uh, mm-hmm. the students they serve, and all of these obligations that they've taken on since the pandemic started or even before that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just a feeling that we would rather be teaching in the classroom with our students, but this is where we're at right now, and this is what we have to do. And, Lisa, for those who aren't quite caught up, can you just take us back a moment and give us some additional context for this? Because the negotiations, as I mentioned, they've been going on for months. So where does this saga actually begin? Yes. So the negotiations started last spring, um, and the faculty's last contract actually expired in August. So they've been working without a contract since then. Um, As far as I've heard from faculty members and union members, um, you know, they've they've had certain proposals on the tables with regards to pay and um, job security as well. And for a long time, they didn't see meaningful movements um, in their direction from administration. And that pushed things all the way to, you know, there was a session scheduled last week that didn't lead to an agreement. They scheduled an addition session, a, a last-minute session yesterday that lasted for hours. I mean... Um, they went, They were going up till um, late last night, um, and still they haven't reached an agreement with, um, the union hasn't reached an agreement with administrators. Yeah. All right. Well, let's bring another voice into the conversation. Joining us now is Kate Floros, Associate Professor of Political Science at the University of Illinois, Chicago, and UICUF member. Great to have you, Kate. 
Thanks for having me, and thanks for your interest in the issues we're fighting for. Sure. I want you to talk to us from your perspective. Why are you out there with other UIC faculty striking today? You know, a lot has changed since we signed our last contract. We had the pandemic. We have record inflation. We have uh, students who finished high school on Zoom. There, The atmosphere that we're operating in is different than before, and we think that our contract needs to reflect that. We're professionals who love our students. We believe in the mission of the university, and we believe that um, we should be paid and treated with the respect that our belief in the university um, shows. So so tell me more there. You said that the contract needs to reflect what we do, essentially. So what are you asking for specifically from the administration? Is it comp- more compensation? Yes, that's definitely one part of it. It's not all of it, but it is part of it. Um, we're especially interested in raising the um, the minimum salary for our lowest paid employees. The current minimum salary for um, a first year uh, person, say in the teaching uh, the first year English writing program, is fifty thousand um, dollars. You know that's less than faculty at community colleges make. That's less than first year CPS teachers make. And we think 50000 in Chicago is, is not a sustainable wage. And so we have asked uh, for them to raise that substantially, and um, they are not, are not meeting our request at yeah. this point. Did you so say, that's part of it. Did you say 50000 Kate, or 15000 Five zero, five zero. Got gotcha. you. I mean, to that end, the Sun Times reported that the administration offered seventeen percent raises over the next four years. Talk about why that wasn't satisfactory to the union. Yeah, I mean that seventeen percent sounds like a lot. I get it, but um, it it would get over by the fourth year to fifty eight thousand. I think somewhere in that vicinity. We're asking for sixty one. Um, and we're asking for that now, though, because the the, uh, the way that compensation works, U of I system is raise pools, and so just the complication of how that works. Any merit um, raise that those minimum salaries would get would be wiped out with the minimum, so they'd like earn a earn a raise, and then it would get wiped out by the new minimum. Mm-hmm. They'd earn a raise, and it would get wiped out by the new minimum. So we think they should, um, you know, give that new minimum in the first year, and then when they earn raises, it will add to that rather than waiting for four years to get to that point. Mm -hmm. Well, student mental health... And you're asking for a higher number. Sorry. Right, right. Student mental health, I was going to touch on that because that's also been a key issue during the negotiations, Kate. Uh, can you just remind us yes. why that's been so important to the union and, and what exactly the demands are? Sure. So um, we've always said that our working conditions are student learning conditions, and the, the reverse is true. Student learning conditions are our working conditions. And so um, we've seen in the tail end of the pandemic lots of students uh, with increased need for mental health assistance. We have a a lot of students who have undiagnosed learning disabilities, and they're struggling in the classroom, 
um, either, again, because of, of learning impediments or um, mental health issues, we are not trained to deal with that, and yet they're the students who are in front of us. And so we need to figure out how to help them. Sometimes this takes many extra hours of office hours a week to work with them. Yeah. We may have to reschedule exams and, and get assignments late, um, which just adds to our workload. So in addition to caring about our students, um, we also believe that it belongs in a faculty contract because helping them helps us do our job better. Yeah. Well, Lisa, I want to go back to you for a moment. What have we heard from the administration on this strike? Um, so they, they've they posted, you know, statements on their website, that, their website that indicate that, you know, they support the, the faculty's right to strike and, um, it's, you know, kind of see it as unfortunate that it's come to this point. Um, they, I know that yesterday during negotiations on the topic of student mental health, they highlighted that they are looking to invest, I think, $4.5 million in student mental health support over the next six years. It's not clear to me how that compares to uh, funding in you know, recent or previous years and, and whether, I, I don't know what kind of approval that has to go through at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a bit of a response they had to, in the, uh, the issue of student mental health services. But, you know, faculty are asking for specifically for or have been asking for specifically for neuropsychological um, and psychological assessments for students to provide that for free and have pointed to U of I um, Urbana-Champaign as like they they already provide that for students. Why can't we do that here at UIC? Um, And then so far, I think that has not um, that's not been a commitment that the administration has made. Yeah. Well, Kate, earlier, Lisa mentioned that a lot of the faculty she's been speaking with, they're on the ground. They're saying, you know, we'd rather be in the classroom right now. Is that how you're feeling? Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I find that a semester usually isn't long enough to really get into the topics that I teach as it is. And every day that we're out of the classroom, um, again, we're going to have to find a way to um, not undermine the learning objectives we have for our students. So um, it's it's going to be more adjustments that both we and the students will have to make throughout the semester. So mm-hmm. absolutely, I'm actually supposed to be in class right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the class right now. I'm supposed to be in it. Yes, I absolutely wish I was there. Well, um, but how... we, need to, we need to get this done. Leave us with this, Kate. How hopeful are you right now that the union and the administration will be able to come to some sort of agreement and, and soon. <laughs> it's it's really in the administration's hands. And I think uh, one thing that, again, that we need to keep in mind is that UIC is a member of a system. And so um, the ultimately we sign a contract with the board of trustees. Um, and so it can go all the way to the top to the, to the president of the system who, who can get involved. We haven't seen upper administration at either the campus or the system level involved with these negotiations. So um, we believe that, that they can shake things loose if they choose to. So if they choose to, we think we can get this done soon.
Kate Floros is an associate professor of political science at the University of Illinois, Chicago, and UIC United faculty member. And Lisa Phillip is the higher education reporter for WBEZ. Thank you both. This episode of Reset was produced by Andrew Merriweather and edited by Ethan Schwab. Get analysis on the biggest stories in Chicago by subscribing to our podcast. We share stories every morning and afternoon on weekdays. That's all for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Talk to you later. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.